Welcome to Breaking Women's Code with your hosts, Jasmine, Tamara, and Ashton. Thank you for joining us as we explore the topics to everything women. Sharing stories, bringing resources, talking to experts, and giving you the tools to empower yourself. Hey guys, welcome to our podcast. We are so freaking excited to have you guys here um, listening in from wherever in the world you are. Each of us have wanted to do a podcast, oh my god, for years, right guys? Like, I don't know, for me, it's probably been at least two years. What about you guys? Uh, only about half a year for me. Ashton? Well, about the same as Tamara. It's only been like a recent thing for me, but it was definitely dragging my feet on it for a while. Right? Yeah, I just... Uh... You know, it's just been dragging my feet for whatever reasons that is. It just never felt quite right. Yeah. And um, it's so funny that literally we all met at a really amazing women empowerment morning kind of huddle. Um, I guess that's not the right term, Tamara, <laughs> but that's what came to my mind. <laughs> that's the nurse in me, right? Um, anywho, morning huddles, uh, any nurses out there, you get me. Um, <laughs> anywho, and, uh, each of us was like, yeah, like, you know, one of my big goals for the year is like really getting my podcast off the ground. And it was so funny. Cause we all like kind of locked eyes, like over zoom, of course. And we were like, oh my God, what if we did one together? And it just was like, yep, done. And literally I'm not even kidding guys. Like as we're recording this episode, it's been a week. Like we decided on this a week ago and we are recording officially. So that's really cool and exciting, I think. <laughs> it was absolutely so exciting. It was it was definitely pretty amazing how quickly we just kind of decided to do it. Right? Okay. Vision and hit ground running. <laughs> yeah, a hundred percent, which I think is great. Like the momentum, right? Um, and I think it was just the impact that we knew that we could make, you know, with this podcast. So I guess I wanna kinda toss the torch to somebody else to start talking about what it is that we're going to be doing on this podcast and why we're so freaking excited about it. Um, So Tamara, Ashton, feel free to take over so that I don't hog the mic. I think the biggest thing that we're kind of looking to do here on this podcast is, as as the title kind of suggests, we're looking to break the women's code. So you know, we're, we hope to talk about everything under the sun, but everything to do with women. So we're looking at breaking things like stigmas, you know, stereotypes that women are always dealing with. We're always going to be talking about things with um, gratitude, which is a big one for us. Goals, mm-hmm. uh, we're going to be looking at things even so much as, you know, mental health, um, abuse, and even things like struggles, you know, single mom struggles or entrepreneur struggles. Because women's, there's so many different things that women have to go through. And especially being a woman, it can be much, much harder than being a man, um, at least, Proof. That's, <laughs> right? That's, that's mm-hmm. exactly what we look at. So we're hoping that we can at least be able to help somebody uh, either make them feel less alone or maybe put them on the right pathway of, you know, maybe they're, maybe they've got a goal and they're not too sure where they're going with it. Or, you know, maybe they need a little just extra help and some sort of anything really <laughs> we, we've been talking yeah. about everything to do on the here looking to you know make a big difference in- yeah I totally agree yeah. with all of that a couple of the things that we'll kind of talk about here and there as well is things like how to rewire your brain and from mm-hmm. like negatives to <laughs> positives for example because a lot of women have problems with that where okay. the struggle is thinking in those negative loops and 
just getting down on yourselves more than it's known that men do. So this is where our target audience is women and especially just women looking for some kind of self-improvement. Yes. A bunch of tools on here that can help people improve their standard life and and dream much bigger than they currently think is possible. Mm-hmm. And another big thing we want to do is we want to help you understand your own mother effing body. Uh, we want to help you guys just understand who you are, what you are, what your body does, why it does what it does. We're getting like mind, body, and soul here. So this is so much more than just like, we're not going to just give you pep talks. Like, sure, we might have an episode or two like that, but like, we're going to get really deep with you. So just a heads up. And we're going to be giving you tangible things at the end of every episode. Like, we don't want to just like leave you and like in this state of like, oh, I'm so excited and I want to make a change, but then have no way to do that. Because that's just like not, that's not nice. (laughs) It's not kind. So we want to actually help you really step up your life and like live the life that you want to live. The life life you're vacation from. Exactly. Not the one that you feel like you should be living based on, you know, whatever the F is going on in your life slash where you grew up slash socioeconomics, everything, right? So that's kind of a big thing for us. amazing that we actually start off with Ashton telling us a bit about herself because she's going to be a big part in giving you guys really tangible things and I'm really excited for you guys to learn from her so Ashton do you want to kick it off? Yeah absolutely so my name is Ashton Scott I am a personal and professional development coach so what exactly does that mean? That means in in a less wordy way essentially I'm a life coach my company is Composing Potential. It has been opened just this year, actually. And uh, I work with PMA coaching. And I am a PMA certified coach. Uh, so what I do is I work with businesses or individuals who are looking to improve their life in a really big way. I take them through a program that I've been through multiple times myself now. And... We just work on leveling up your life. This program can be applied to absolutely anything from like relationships to financial to just general growth. So this is where a lot of my experience and being able to provide those wins and uh, action steps will come from my end. And I got into this because honestly, I just want to help people. Uh, I'm tired of the traditional Monday to Friday type job or even shift work where I don't feel like I'm making a big difference all the time. I want to make big impact and difference on individuals. This is where I found my my mentor and my coach that is the owner of PMA Coaching and I've been studying with him since about May of this year and it's been a massive massive change in my life. It's gotten me on a path where I feel like I will end up helping a lot more people and opportunities just keep coming. For example, this podcast and being able to work with these two amazing ladies on it. Um, Ashton, do you want to give us a bit of your background like before all of this too? Mm -hmm. Uh, Absolutely. Let's see. (laughs) You're like, how far back do I go? Basically, it's like, how far back do I go? We'll do kind of a quick version of, of my background. I've struggled with 
uh, some anxiety and depression throughout my life a lot. So finding a program like this and finding just communities like this, like Tamara's group that um, has been like super helpful in bringing women together. Finding communities like that is just a fantastic way to bring up that positive mental attitude and bring up that that energy and just uplift everyone around you. A little bit more into my background is I know a lot about some of the women's struggles as a Métis woman. So I've faced a lot of struggles in being a minority in that way. And since I've brought up the minority card, let's talk about all of it. <laughs> I'm a minority, as in I'm part of the LGBTQ plus um, community and been with my amazing girlfriend for two years. Uh, I also have a disability. So I, I have what's called cerebral palsy. So in terms of women's health, I know how much struggle it can be to deal with the health system. Surprisingly enough, I also work in the healthcare system with AHS right now. Once I get oh, my settings a little bit better with my business, I do plan on leaving it, but I do at the moment work with AHS. And what is AHS for our peeps that are not in Alberta? Oh yeah, that makes sense. Alberta <laughs> Health Services. And I've been with Alberta Health Services for nearly six years now. So time for a change. Agreed. Okay, Tamara. Hit us. I guess I'll start with the background part first. So uh, I'm a small town girl from BC. Yeah, so I'm a small town girl from BC and and uh, I've got, I came to Alberta uh, probably about 20 years ago, which is terrible. <laughs> um, I'm definitely a BC girl through and through, but uh, one day I'll go back and live in the mountains. That's one of my big goals here. I've, I was never part of any minority groups, we'll say. <laughs> not for the longest time at least but I definitely had a different kind of struggle growing up uh we were constantly on the move so friends were I never had friends I I read books instead that was my thing I used to get grounded for reading books it was kind of ridiculous dude I hate <laughs> I did too I'm not even gonna lie I 100% did cause I think it's because like now that I'm an adult I have to buy my own books Man, there was a summer where I read like 40 books in one summer. My poor parents, right? Like, I'm like, you know, when you're a kid, you don't even think about it, right? You're just like, new book, reading's good for you. And then, like, now you're like, okay, well, how much is that book? (laughs) Oh, exactly. Yeah, my parents used to buy me like really hard books for Christmas in hopes that would slow me down. And uh, they started regretting that because I just, I, I blew through them like it was nothing. So, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) that's funny I love it yeah that makes story because I was the same way and my parents were getting me more difficult books as well yes oh gotta love yeah they're like here's like a 600 page book I really hope it lasts longer and I'm like "Uh, we'll see (laughs) give me a week here if that we'll take it slow (laughs) exactly yep that's exactly it we so yeah I was a big reader growing up instead of friends that's what was my friendship and then uh, uh you know things went along um enter high school high school was my actually my best time of my life I loved it it was I, I mean a lot of people say they really hated high school high school I feel like everything is what you make of it I've always been a very positive kind of person so I kind of 
I took high school and was like, I'm going to make this a good opportunity. So I took part in everything. Um, but I also at that time realized that I had very, like, I had so many different layers to myself. Um, so coming out of high school, I wanted to be an automotive mechanic. Um, and funny enough, I actually, so I injured myself and this is, this is, this is crucial to my story. <laughs> so, so I injured myself. I injured myself at, on, uh, coming right out of high school. I was working at a tool store, injured uh-huh. myself. WCB wouldn't help me out. Um, with the amount of uh, physio I needed for my wrist because uh, it was just a sprain as what they said and uh, so I actually had to walk away from the idea of being a mechanic uh, that was my goal was a heavy-duty mechanic and uh, I had to walk away because I couldn't I couldn't monkey wrench anymore my wrist was too damaged it, I've got permanent damage in them now. and uh, so that was really frustrating and then uh, so Obviously, I had to kind of figure out what kind of career path I was going on. So I ended up going to school uh, to become a stage manager for theater because many layers, it kind of helps. And one of the best school years of my life. I love theater, love it with all my heart. And I ended up pregnant with my first kid. And uh, it was with a guy that I'd been seeing just under a year. And so I had to make that decision of do I want a family or do I want to do I want to uh, continue school? Because this is the kind of schooling that I was doing. You, you couldn't have a baby. You really, you couldn't. You were at school from 7 a.m. till 11 p.m. every single day. So um, I made the tough decision. Not, not that I regret it, but it was a tough decision at the time. And from there, I ended up having another and then another. So I am now a mom of three children. At that time, I did a lot of retail, that kind of thing. Now, I just recently got into uh, insurance, the wonderful insurance world. Uh, but uh, So I got into the insurance world, and uh, I'm working with an amazing, an amazing company. I work with a company called Combined. Uh, and my district, so this is kind of, yeah. So my district is very big on professional development. And so we meet twice a week and instead of doing like training on like product knowledge and stuff, we talk about things like how to be a better person, right? So that was kind of like my introduction to all of that. And uh, when I started with this company, I was coming out of a really bad spot in my life. Um, I had no self-worth, none whatsoever. Uh, I hated myself. I was I was I was not okay with myself I learned a lot about how to better myself and become more confident myself I I I got a lot of rejections because well it's insurance so it started to build me up and so as as uh as Jasmine says there was a more a woman's empowerment huddle (laughs) So, <laughs> so the I reason <laughs> I love it. Uh, so the reason why that even became a thing, uh, I have I have a I have an amazing friend. She's my best friend, and uh, she's like she's the world's greatest person ever. Uh, she's the kind of girl who makes you know cookies for firemen at Christmas. Like she's she's phenomenal, and I talk about her all the time. And uh, one day, just before her birthday. She was just feeling like she was worth absolutely nothing. She was having a really hard day. 
and I was having a wonderful day. And it was really hard to see that. It was really, really hard to see that. And she felt alone. She felt so alone. And so with that, I decided I needed to make a community for her. So I created this women's empowerment group and uh, because I wanted her to know that her struggles weren't, she wasn't struggling these, with these things by herself. And even though I wasn't there at the time, I was there. So that's kind of where my passions have kind of led to is just helping women that way. Um, and that's, that's, that's my pathway in life is gonna be, I, I'm, I'm all about helping women empower themselves and realize their worth more than what they ever will know. And I'm going to take a break in talking. Um, so Jasmine, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? <laughs> okay, sounds like a plan. Um, honestly, like just listening to your guys' stories, like Ash and I, we go way back. And so I just mm-hmm. you know, like every story, <laughs> there is the good, the bad, the ugly. And you know the same for me. Yeah. Um, and it's funny because both of us met like, a, I don't know, I was at a pretty rough point when, when we met. Um, and I remember Ashton just being this like bright beacon for me, um, as I was leaving that situation, which I'll totally get into in a second. And then Tamara, which is such a beautiful human. Um, Tamara, I loved hearing your story cause I haven't really heard it yet. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, cause Tamara and I actually just met like officially like <laughs> a week ago, but yeah. I've also heard of her for the last however many years through Ashton. Yeah. Right. And, yeah. um, I just have to say just like listening to your guys' stories, like, man like I just want to say like you guys are amazing so I just wanted to put that one out there like holy shit um excuse my French I'll try to bleep that one out for you guys uh get into my story so I'm Jasmine uh, I currently oh you know what I'm just gonna go backwards and then we're gonna go forwards that's how we're gonna go with this um so I originally was born in Canada so I am a Canadian and this throws a lot of people off because I grew up in Houston Texas so I moved there when I was six um back to Canada when I was 18 on a tennis scholarship for the U of A um where I went to nursing school so for me, um, as you guys uh, growing up, I was that kid who was quiet, who was shy, uh, a lot of books. I had a couple best friends and we read books together. So <laughs> that is a thing. Um, it's funny, I was, I'm, a, I'm like the biggest nerd out there, uh, constantly learning and doing courses. And like, I just, I love learning about basically anything uh specifically like I'm a huge science nerd and a huge like biology nerd and all those different things so I might be spitting some fun stuff at you guys throughout these episodes um (laughs) so just a heads up Um, don't turn your brains off when you uh come to our podcast so I uh I really was that nerd who like I went home and I studied and I played like 30 hours of tennis a week and I thought that was what I did. And I, I loved every minute of it. Um, <laughs> it's just very me, right? Like I'm very much like a hermit, um, introverted extrovert. Uh, no, sorry, extroverted introvert. There we go. So introvert to my core, but I have those extroverted tendencies. And so people are like, what? You're not introverted. Like you're too peppy. And I'm like, no, no, like this peppiness comes from me being alone, reading a book for hours. <laughs> Um, anyways, so when I moved to Canada, like a whole nother country, uh, 17, 
Uh, I knew nobody really here. I didn't have a car, um, so I couldn't drive anywhere. And uh, I had to really come out of my shell. Uh, very uncomfortable. I lived in the dorms for my first year, which was such a interesting place. I have <laughs> a lot of interesting memories, to say the least. Uh, zero regrets whatsoever. It was super fun. Uh, yeah you know, one thing and one part of my story, which I'm sure will, like, this will be definitely a topic that we talk about, but I um, was actually raped in my first year of university. I, uh, that was actually how I lost my virginity. So that was a thing that I actually never really admitted to myself or anybody for years, literally years. Uh, so, you know, throughout school, I just, it totally ate away at me. Uh, funny because this is one thing that I forever say is that, you know, I was the type of person. So I feel like you kind of go like one of two ways when like there is sexual trauma. And I find that you either really fully shut down or you do what I did, which was you try to reclaim that power back, uh, literally just like being the person to say yes. Right. Mm -hmm. um, so I definitely... <laughs> explored my sexuality quite a bit um for you know a couple of years there and I got into some pretty toxic relationships um it was a very abusive relationship it was abusive in literally every single sense of the term as uh, emotionally mentally physically all the things uh that's actually when I met Ashton was when I was leaving that relationship and that's why I call her my little beacon of of light um was because she was somebody who helped me kind of realize my worth and stay out, to be honest, because I had no friends at the end of that. I had very few. Uh, anybody who's been through an abusive relationship knows they really cut you off from, well, you know, everybody you love and that loves you. And uh, so you basically rebuild yourself and you rebuild friendships and your life and you just try to figure out who the F you were um, before and who the F you are now. Uh, so, you know, that was in my fourth year when I came out of that relationship and so I had been uh, playing tennis for my school I had been bartending um, saying working in retail stores uh, I was um, also a full-time nursing student at the same time and you know it's funny I look back and I'm like holy crap I did so much during that time it's crazy um, but I honestly think that the reason that I was constantly busy was because I didn't want to deal with all the shit excuse my French again I'm a I'm a bit of a potty mouth just a heads up for everybody listening to the show um for future episodes sorry um <laughs> but uh you know it's funny I look back but it was because I just I didn't want to deal with everything going on inside my head uh you know feelings of unworthiness I felt um of the like just the lack of confidence that I had the lack of safety that I had and parents actually forced me to go see a um, therapist and a counselor because uh, actually specialized in domestic abuse because you know I had told them little bits about it so they knew parts of it they don't know the whole extent and they don't ever need to because gosh they don't need to know about any of that and it was one of the best things ever was just going and actually talking to somebody and just admitting you know that that these things had happened and then taking ownership of that healing and that really set me on my healing journey um you know I graduated nursing school um, I, I met the love of my life and my now husband and that was gosh six years ago now and I have been an eMERGE nurse for for six years I've worked in a lot of different hospitals um, ER I just like the fast pace and uh, 
during that whole ordeal, I actually started coaching. Um, so if there's any Beachbody coaches out there listening, I started my coaching journey as a Beachbody coach uh, at the company for three years. And it was really a beautiful stepping stone for me into, you know, learning that I wanted to own my own business and that I wanted to, to coach, but I just wanted, you know, obviously a different model and I wanted to do a lot of different things. And the reason is because I went perimenopausal at 25 years old um, and I could not figure out why. And uh, it turns out that I was undiagnosed with PCOS, um, grow teratoma. So for any rare teratoma growers out there, I see you. <laughs> they're not fun um, and they're really gross anyways and um, for anybody that doesn't know what that is I grow little tumors that like to grow hair and teeth in them uh, I have to get them surgically removed when they get too big any growing right now her name's Terry so if you guys ever want to shout her out just go like hashtag Terry and then tag me <laughs> feel free to do that I call her I call her Terry we check in on her every year uh, so I obviously struggled with the healthcare system um, because our women's healthcare, it just sucks. There's, it's not good. Um, we don't, we're never heard. We aren't taken seriously. Um, and they're just, there's not a lot of research out there for us. And it's, it's really frustrating. Uh, so I actually started learning is what I decided to do. Cause I, I was tired of spending money on tests and pills and all these different things. And I didn't want more birth control. I didn't want just medications thrown at me that were just going to band-aid symptoms that I was experiencing, which was like, I was exhausted. I was sleeping 20 hours a day and waking up exhausted. I was sick all the time. Um, asked for like 14 days a month. I was bleeding for 14 days a month. I maybe had three days that I felt okay. And my cycles were so irregular and they were coming every 45 days or so. And the chin hair. Oh my God. Like, let's just talk about that. That was nuts. I felt like a, like, Honestly, I'm pretty sure I had more hair than like most 15 year old boys. Um, seriously, I, like it's crazy, but it's true. I felt so alone. Like that was the biggest thing for me was I felt so freaking alone. And the workouts that I were that I was doing that were working for me before they weren't working anymore. Uh, the nutrition plans that I was following they weren't working anymore. Nothing was freaking working, and that was probably the most frustrating thing was I was doing everything properly in my body, like I was holding on to water. I always. Like I laugh about this with clients, but I always say it's like you're wearing a skin suit and you just want to unzip it and let like the pressure out because you just feel so inflamed and heavy and it's uncomfortable in your own skin. And there's like, there's no worse feeling in my opinion than that. Uh, so that's kind of when I started doing courses and looking into hormonal health coaching and, um, you know, I started specializing in different hormonal health coach, like not coaching courses, but hormonal health courses for medical practitioners, um, just because I was able to apply that and I already had the, the knowledge that you needed to do that kind of study. Um, and then once I had those down, I actually started to heal my own hormones and I created a blueprint and a framework for myself. I'm proud to say that my, my periods are regular. I feel amazing. And I'm just like a whole new person. Um, but uh, the cool thing was that I started looking in two different ways that I could that I could really help other women because I was like, I don't want anybody else to go through anything like this because it's, it's total BS. Um, and, uh, and that's when I started to look into different coaching programs that I could, you know, do. And so uh, I'm proud to say that I am a 
women's hormonal health coach and expert, uh, registered nurse who has specializations in women's hormonal health. Uh, I'm also an Ayurvedic nutritionist, a non-diet approach nutritionist, because I don't believe in diets and they fail us every single time. Um, unless you're one of the rare five percenters. Um, but we're going to talk about that on this podcast <laughs> big time. Um, I'm also currently getting my yoga teaching certifications so that I can have period yoga for my clients um, and also yoga nidra. And then I'm also going to be um, certified in hypnosis because I'm big on rewiring your nervous system. Lots of really cool different things. Maybe go get my master's in phytology, which is herbal medicine, if any of you are curious as to what the hell that is. Um, just one of those people. Yep. You're also Reiki certified, correct? Oh, yeah. I always forget about that. Yeah, I'm also Reiki certified. So I practice Reiki. Love it. Super fun. I love energy work. And, uh, and yeah, and so I actually uh, opened up my own company, uh, left Beachbody, opened up my own company um, this year. So it's super exciting. January 3rd was like my ribbon cutting. Um, <laughs> and so my company is the Glow Wellness um, Company Incorporated. And uh, we help women understand their bodies. Um, and I give you a toolkit. That's my biggest thing is like, for all my clients who come to me, I my big thing is I'm like, I don't want you to need me again. Like, I know that you're not like people aren't used to that because like the medical system wants you to keep coming back. Right. I don't like I want my like my clients like they come and they see me and I educate and I give them tools and I give them resources and they get to know their bodies. And like they get to know their red flags and then they leave. And they have a toolkit, like they don't need me again, right? Like at all. And that is the goal. And, um, and that's why I love, like, honestly, that's one of the biggest things I think that made me uh, so drawn to, to doing this podcast with Tamara and Ashton is all of us are like, we don't want women to need us. We want you to feel so empowered and then to empower others. Like that is, you know, the biggest thing is it's, it's not sitting here just wanting like, to, you know, like, I just feel like there's so many places out there that just want people to keep coming back. And I'm like, no, I want to empower you and to inspire you and to give you all the tools that you need, because I feel like more women need to be empowered. Uh, really Definitely. Because, you know what I mean? Yep. So anyway, so that's, that's me um, in like a small nutshell. I'm a talker, so I'm sorry, guys. Quick, <laughs> the one thing I wanted to add is that this is going to be a very unedited podcast for the most part. So you're just going to get us raw and unfiltered. So just a heads up and just letting you guys know. But any podcast episodes that we're like, this is not going to be kid friendly. We will make sure that we put them in the title for you. Okay. For all the mamas out there or like people listening to this, maybe without headphones on a bus, which I don't know why you'd be doing that, but I don't judge you. You do you. Um, just a heads up. Okay. <laughs> they're empowering other people. That's what they're doing. Yes. Empowering other people. Exactly. Exactly. True. True. Yeah. We're just talking about topics that should be talked about openly in public places. Part of breaking all the codes. 100%. I might just shout out, like, I might shout out, like, vulva every once in a while just for (laughs) for fun. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yes, please. Please. You should just imagine just, like, every episode, every episode, guys. You'll just have to, it's like, where's Waldo? It's like, where's vulva? Yes. Please. Ashton, take us through the topic of the mother day. I didn't swear, guys. I'm really proud of myself. Good job. I should get an award, I think. Like a medal or a trophy. I'm going to drink tea. (laughs) 
All right, so our topic of the day, and then we'll talk about the topic a little bit, and then I think we'll each go in and share our, our experience with this topic as well. But our topic today is going to be C-type goals. I'm sure many of you may have heard about C-type goals, not necessarily in this terminology, but in different ways. So to really talk about C-type goals, first I will tell you about types A and B. So essentially, when we're talking goals... In, in this podcast is always going to be big goals. We want to talk about the great big goals. And that's kind of what our C-type goal is. But to start with this, A-type goals are essentially a goal that you already know how to do. A good example that I like to use is if you're buying a new car and you already have this kind of car, you've already bought it new like six years ago and you just need to buy a new one, that would be considered an A-type goal because you've already done it once before. You already know how to do it. So that is what we define here as an A-type goal. A B-type goal is something that you think you know how to do. So for example, you've been with your company for like five years now, you know the ins and outs of your job, and you feel like you're starting to get to know the job above yours. So making a B-type goal being like, hey, I already know how to do a lot of this, so I'm going to go for that promotion, that would be a B-type goal because you already know how to do that. A C-type goal we work with wants. We work with what you want. And I don't mean just like, I want more money kind of wants. I'm talking about the wants of, oh, I don't know if I can do this. This is a massive goal and I just don't have the tools available right now. The program that I work with and that the other ladies here are slightly familiar with from listening to me all the time is <laughs> we take you through how to get to those C-type goals. And in all reality, there's only a couple of questions you need to ask yourself when you're making a C-type goal. Uh, it's what do I really want and am I able and am I willing? What you really want is going to be what's making the C-type goal for you. And how we generally would do that is just honestly write down a, a shopping list of what do you want. Include how you want your relationships, how you want your financials, how you want your house to look like. Everything, basically every like material want and everything that's not a material want. Make your C-type goal out of that. Don't let yourself like be a limiting thing. So don't basically just let your imagination wander for a bit. Don't limit it and then make your list out of that. In terms of are you able, don't think about the things where you're limited. Think about, okay, everything around us has been made out of imagination. It's been made out of a fantasy originally. Based on that, and other people have been able to do this, if you really want it, you're going to find a way that you can do it. So the answer to am I able is 90% of the time or more going to be a yes. Obviously, there's some limitations, like as a 30-year-old, for example, your limitation would might be that, no, you can't really go to the Olympics to be a figure skater if you've never figure skated, for example. <laughs> like, yeah. there's... A couple of limiters, but in our reality, you're working with fantasy. Once you've answered yes to the am I able and am I willing, you turn that fantasy into a theory or a goal. And then from there, working towards it in various different ways, you turn it into a fact or a reality. That is basically what I have to say about C-type goals. Uh, Tamara or Jasmine, do you have anything to add to that? I'm going to add in one lovely thing. Um, so for me, I've been making C-type goals, but I've been calling them big A goals for 
quite some time. The biggest thing that I will say is that if you are somebody who's like me and like thinking about making these lists and getting super specific literally makes you want to claw your eyes out and you want to like like you're hyperventilating and like your chest is tight right now and you're like oh my god I don't know what I want like I don't know like I don't want to write all of these things down like do I have to do to a T like that doesn't feel right if it doesn't feel right to you that's okay take a deep breath okay you're like me I don't do all the specifics I'm not a specific person if we want to get into woo and human design I'm a non-specific manifester and I've been applying this principle literally this year is the first year that I actually applied it to my big A goals for the year and it has been life changing. I'm already like actually like working towards hitting my goals whereas the years prior I shut down by like month three because it's just too much for me. And so the biggest thing that I'll say here is just get specific with the feelings. So that house like how do you want that house to make you feel right for me it's like luxurious and you know I want to feel expansive in it and I want to feel calm and peaceful and I want to feel loved and like all those things and immediately as I start to say those feelings a picture pops into my head same thing with like say you're wanting to have a big goal for your business what do you want that business to feel like for you right like gratitude like I want mine to be again expansive making an impact service first like those kind of things and then that can then start to bring in what that looks like for you and you don't have to get super specific for example if you want to make like half a million or more in your business or better you know that's kind of what i do with all of my goals is i'll say something and i'll write it out and then i go or better Mm -hmm. because that makes me feel like there's less pressure on that exact outcome because for me i just i know that i'm not meant to be specific like that i meant to like be surprised by the universe or god or whoever like whatever higher being you really believe in or if you don't believe in a higher being whatever it's fine but like i just feel like i like my job here is to give the feelings create that like visual image and it may change day to day when i'm doing my visualization exercises but the biggest thing is those feelings are what stay the same right and then i just go or better like universe you, you and I are co-creating here. Like you surprise me. I'm here for surprises. Right. So that's kind of the big thing I wanted to add in there. Yeah, absolutely. And that's an important factor as well. Doing a C-type goal is supposed to excite you. It's not supposed to overwhelm you. It might be a little bit overwhelming to think that big to start with, but the feeling you want walking away from making your C-type goal is excitement. It's bigger than before. And you want to be just completely like bouncing off the wall stoked that you're going to be working towards this like driven like you're excited like you just want to start yeah. working towards it Versus, like powering in a ball and being like you know what we're just gonna pretend that to-do list isn't there see you later never mind so yeah no i'm very opposite to jasmine the more specific i am the more excited i get and like the, the like the more like oh my god i can do this oh and i can do this and i can do this oh and i can do this so <laughs> My CT type goal is pretty specific and it keeps growing every single day, basically, it feels like. It started off with just like a women's empowerment organization. It started off with just a small group. I wasn't even gonna, I wasn't even thinking really that big. I was thinking, you know, on Facebook, something small, something where I can empower one person, at least. And then as I kind of continued on my journey, it's kind of grown into this thing of I want to have like a nationwide women's organization where I can help people all across Canada, maybe even in the States. I mean, it'll probably end up like that in a couple weeks. <laughs> it's going to be like all across the continent. Um, Growth is good. Right? <laughs> yeah, it keeps growing. So I see uh, you expanding. <laughs> 
right? So yeah, I, I want to like, a, at this moment, it's nationwide women's organization where I can help women with all sorts of things. Originally, it started with just like, just empowerment, like building up themselves and like making them realize, you know, they're worth something. And uh that kind of thing and helping give resources for that and then it has turned into i want to help uh women single moms women in general and even there's a men's division we'll get into um where i parts of it is things like i want to be able to provide legal subsidy for women who um say they were leaving a an abusive relationship you know that they can actually afford a lawyer that specializes in those situations. That way you can actually have somebody who's on your side who has understanding of how those kinds of things work. I want to be able to provide uh, education on specifically psychological abuse and everything that falls underneath it because I feel like that is something that is not well known. I mean, sexual abuse, pretty much everybody knows what sexual abuse is. And of course, you know, physical abuse. Everybody has a, a good understanding about what that is. But nobody knows about what psychological abuse looks like. So that's a big thing that I really want to focus on is that education. Because that way you can, A, stop the problem from happening, right? If you know that this is psychological abuse, you're more likely not going to do it. But on top of that, if somebody is doing it to you, you can sit there and go, no, this is not healthy. This is not okay. And you can take the steps forward to stopping it, right? So that's a big thing for me. And there's so much stuff. Um, and even in the men's division too, I want that as well. As well as like the legal subsidies. I want to build housing units for single moms who are leaving domestic violence, whatever that domestic violence looks like. Um, because that's only 50% government funded here in Alberta. Because... They don't necessarily believe that that's needed. That's something I want to be able to provide for them and be able to fund for them. I want to be able to, I was also looking at the idea of running a publishing company through the women's organization so that people can tell their stories because like Jasmine, you were saying, there's so many stories out there and no one will publish them. So why not fix that? So up? true. Right? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, you know. The only way people are going to understand they're not alone is by being able to share those stories. So I want to open that up for them and be able to, you know, run with that. And another part was this podcast, believe it or not, was part of this. So it's kind of like this is started. This is just the beginning of it. Just bringing community to women. There's, I mean, my list can go on and on and on. So I'm going to stop there. But and then, like I said too, like the men's subdivision. I want a subdivision for that too, where men can learn these things too and have access to this too, because men are not they they experience psychological abuse just as much as women. Women can do it just to men just as easy as men can do it to women which is why it's so minimized because psychological abuse itself is just minimized. I, I'm playing for both parties here, but I have more experience with women. So the women's organization is my uh, prior, my biggest thing. Um, and then mental health. I'll probably have a mental health subdivision to it too. Because <laughs> I'm an advocate for everybody. So I'm going to kind of leave it at that. But that is that is my growing of my C-type goals and why this even this podcast is so important to me in general. 
anyways, I'm going to pass it off to Jasmine to hear what her C-type goal is for a non-specific kind of thing. Yeah, so mine's going to be a lot faster, guys, just a heads up, okay? Because a lot of what I do with my goals, being somebody that's non-specific, is I literally every day do like a little visualization exercise. So here's a tip for anybody that's like me. Um, And I do a little visualization exercise. And what I do is I think about, I literally close my eyes. I put on music. Usually it's Rise Up by Andrew Day because like that gets me emotional AF and I get in my feelings. Okay. And I get full on in the feels. And I sometimes Kim K like ugly cry and I'm all about it. The thing is, is I just think about the feelings that I'm wanting. So when I think about that topic, so I can kind of give you guys my business rundown. Right. And I think about like, okay, so that business that I'm building, this business that I'm currently building, like what is its purpose? Like, who am I serving? What am I wanting to do? Right. And like, how am I wanting to feel every day when I go and do this and like the impact that I'm making. And then it just starts to like, just unfold in front of my eyes. And so some of the things that have really been popping in for me, you know, my goal for, um, I would love to have a beautiful women's retreat. Some are absolutely amazing where women come and we, you know, you get educated about like your body and your hormones and we do a lot of healing, but we do a lot of psychological healing and meditation and yoga and really get back in tune with our intuitive sides. And um, a big thing I want to do is work through trauma too. So I'm actually a trauma-informed yoga instructor. And so, you know, working through all the different traumas because most women have experienced some form of trauma in their life, right? And so, you know, that big, that women's retreat is something that's really dear to me. I would love to speak on stages all over the world, empowering women and helping women just take control and, you know, take now just full control back over their bodies and their health right? Um, You don't need a doctor, you don't need pills, you know, and it's really just helping women understand their bodies and then being able to advocate for themselves, say they do need that medication or they do need to see a physician for, you know, whatever they have. But that first starts with education. And, you know, Mm -hmm. I have a program that I am launching officially in April and that's going to be beautiful and expansive. And, you know, um, there's just so much to that one, but just giving women a tool belt is the biggest thing so that they can help heal their own hormones um and have that little tool belt for whenever things go awry because shit dies right like I got COVID and my hormones got knocked out of whack again and I had to get them back on track um you know my grandpa just got diagnosed with cancer that again stressed me out gotta get back on track right and uh and so the biggest thing is is just having all these tools to to do that with and that's what I want to give women right and then another big thing for me you know c-type goal wise is giving back to charities so this um actually yesterday was beautiful I definitely Kim K cried um, but I, with every single woman who joins my, my community and purchases, uh, any program that I offer, I actually donate a, pro- a portion of that to a charity. Um, and I actually rotate through a couple different charities and I really believe in, uh, grassroot charities, right? One of the big causes uh, that I'm super passionate about is ending female genital mutilation and uh, child marriages around the world. Cause there's so much of that, right? And there's not a lot of awareness about it and it really needs to be talked about more and anyway so I actually donated to a beautiful organization who was founded by somebody who unfortunately had both of those um, awful things happen to her and um, she's educating and making actual changes in communities in Kenya so my donation which was beautiful I literally I sobbed for like at least an hour I was able to donate enough money to actually supply two little girls with a full year of everything they need for their periods and then also a um, day-long education course to help 
and that female genital mutilation by creating these girls as advocates so that they can advocate for themselves and their own health. Uh, the coolest thing with this one too and the organizations that I like to donate to when it comes to this is I like to donate to the ones where they involve the little boys as well because it's not just the women who are going to make a difference it's also educating men right. Yeah. Anyways so that was That's beautiful amazing. and um, yeah and so just being able to do more things like that and then maybe you know eventually partnering with them or actually going on like getting to countries like that and actually being able to go and educate little girls you know for free about their hormones and their periods and you know why it is the way it is and what things to look out for and how to nurture them and work with their hormones so they can avoid things like PCOS and endometriosis and all that right um and so those are kind of some big missions for me is to really do I just want to be global I want to make a class as a global movement that I want to that I want to basically light a match on and so when I think about that that's that's my c-type goal right there is just yeah having something so much bigger than me that's amazing all right Ashton your turn it's gonna be a bit quicker again as well so I will start with the the like visualization and stuff like that is also important for specific goals not just non-specific and I focus on the feelings as well but I build like I essentially build in my imagination every day I try and do it in the morning and and then at night uh, every day is just like build up my business, build up my C-type goal in my imagination and focus on those feelings and start my day with that feeling and end my day with that feeling. Makes a big difference. Mm-hmm. You just rem- you remember what you're fighting for. Exactly. Days, it's not going to be easy every day. Definitely not. It's definitely not easy every day. And then that's another big thing as well is just remembering your why. Why are you doing this? You're becoming a whole new person. You're shifting identities. And that should, yes. like, that, it's hard. And there's some grieving that happens with that, but that's for a whole nother episode. Oh, yeah. That's, that's too big a topic to get into today. 100%. 100%. Um, so, yeah, my C type goal is essentially just building my business up to a seven figure business because that means. That means that I've just helped so many people. That is my big goal, is just to help as many people as I can realize what their C-type goal is, realize it's possible, and help them get to it. I do want a seven-figure business, and that way as well, with having having a business that big, then I can do the donations to the different charities, and I can... Making myself bigger means that I can help more people in so many different ways. And that is my goal, is just to empower people and specifically women, but not mm-hmm. women, too, obviously, and just continue to grow and expand myself so that I know how to help as many people as I can possibly connect with. So there'd be travel involved so that I can not just connect with people in, say, Alberta, but all over the world, and just continue to grow so that I'm not only comfortable, but I can like provide for different charities and even potentially like do funding and... like. Pr- help provide funding for like the causes that either of you are working towards or anybody else that's it makes sense for me to kind of go into some business Mm -hmm. with just expand and grow and help people everywhere that I'm going. Ashton, can I add something? Absolutely. So one thing that I want to add here is you guys have heard us and we're talking about like business goals, right? And it doesn't have to be that. I have big goals for my relationship too, right? And what that looks like. And I have yearly goals for my relationship. I actually do, uh, my husband and I, we do weekly check-ins and we rate ourselves out of 10 and figure out where where we are and where we're going, right? And so I think that's a big thing to to note too, is that these C-type goals, they're not just for, for business. They're not just for money. They're not just for 
career. It's for every single part of your life. It's for your health and wellness and your vitality. It's for your nutrition. It's for your, you know, um, your mindset and for maybe your spirituality. Like there's so many different areas and we'll do a whole episode on this because um, I'm super passionate about it. But it's just knowing that like C-type goals, you're not limited to just doing like, because I'm sure some of you are here, I'm not growing a business, right? That's okay, because C-type goals are for everything and for everyone. And they're just to out like to stretch you and to make you a better you. And that's the biggest thing with these goals. And one of the things that I learned this week, I actually did a really awesome, uh, just abundance mindset workshop. And uh, one of the things she said actually was just so profound for me and hit me just in all the right ways. And so I'm going to give it to you guys today. You know, if you're thinking about like having these big C-type goals will make you selfish, right? Like, cause maybe some of you, it is wanting more money, right? I have a question for you and I have an exercise for you to do really quick. Think about the you who is in lack, the you who needs money, the you who's constantly thinking about how to get a better job or how to do more, you know, how to make more money or all these different things. And all you're thinking about is you, 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 you. And then think about the you who has all the money, who has all the resources, who has everything they need and they're overflowing. Who are they thinking about? They're no longer thinking about themselves. They're thinking about everybody else and how they can make an impact and how they can, you know, increase resources for others, right? So really wanting more for yourself and being an abundant person and claiming that, that is selfless. Whereas when you stay in lack, you stay in this thought that wanting more makes you selfish you stay selfish. That kind of hit me big time this uh, because I feel like every time there's this guilt around wanting more money or more income or, you know, just more in general, and um, you're not selfish for wanting more, you're actually selfish for wanting less. Agreed. Talking about like how there's like that personal C-type goal. It is it is very true that there's there's personal C-type goals. Like I'm sure everybody here has them. I've got a goal of like living in the mountains. Um, yes. <laughs> 100%. And, right? Like back down to the mountains, no one yeah. around you, and you can help all the people in the world. But I also I also have to say I really like that idea of like switching your mindset to being like, well, no, it's not just about me. Like, yes, I want money more money for me, but at the end of the day, like the more money you have or the more whatever it is you're going for, the 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 more you can do for others. And that, mm-hmm. and that's something that a lot of people don't really realize. Like even me growing up, it's like, well, I didn't really want more money because that was kind of selfish of me, you know, like mm-hmm. so hard, like, well, like I don't really need more money. I'm quite comfortable where I am, you know, mm-hmm. maybe a couple hundred, maybe, maybe a couple hundred extra bucks a month would be a little bit more good for me, but I don't need more. And then that's it. Just like learning about like, well, if you have more you can do more for others. It, it's it's such a beautiful way to kind of look at like, no, you're not being selfish. You're actually being selfless. For one yep. I like that. I like that a lot. Right? Yeah. yeah. I totally agree. Like if you're, if you're in a position where you are wondering if you have enough money to pay your bills next month, then you're not going to be thinking about, okay, how can I contribute to somebody else in most cases? There's some people that still think like that. However, they still can't help those people if they're if they're unsure if they can pay their bills the next month yeah well yeah there's like a saying where it's like you can't be broke enough to help uh the poor yeah you can't be poor enough to help the poor uh so yeah no everybody thank you guys so much for all all of you guys for tuning in and 
uh, listening and I hope you guys got some sort of value out of this. I mean, maybe definitely think about those C-type goals. Like Jasmine said, they don't have to be specific. Definitely you guys can think about just the feelings that they give you, you know, and grow with that. We'd absolutely love you guys to, you know, hit subscribe, follow, follow us. Yeah, share, share. <laughs> absolutely wonderful. Tell your girlfriends, listen right? to us exactly. on a wine night. We're here for it. <laughs> We also have an Instagram page. Uh, we'd love for you guys to follow. Uh, you guys can always message us on the Instagram page. And we also we'll have... in the show notes. Yes. Um, and then uh, we also have um, email. You guys can also email questions. Uh, this is for you guys. So if you, there are specific topics or uh, questions you guys have, feel free to uh, reach out and uh, let us know what you guys think. Feedback is always mm -hmm. awesome. Uh, we can't we can't grow without constructive feedback as well. So um, definitely, absolutely, be brutally honest, brutally honest with us. <laughs> yes, yep. be brutally. We we'll love you for it. We can take it. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So thank you guys so much. Uh, unless there's um, any, we'll have links on our Insta to each each of us individually as well. If there were if there's something that any of us in particular said that you want to know more about our different businesses or organizations then you can find those on the insta as well or if you just want to chat we're here for that too yeah so absolutely feel free, feel free to just message and just dm uh specifically yeah definitely me feel free to just dm me um and then i always like i have some dope some dope a freebies in my uh bio too so feel free to pick those biz up 